So when you hear the word legacy, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Is it generational wealth, a family business, or maybe just your family name? And does a legacy only care about the future or does it have something to do with the past as well? Well, we're going to have the answer to all of this when we dive further into what a legacy is by examining a character who redeemed his own past by trusting in the future. And of course, I'm talking about the strongest Namekian, Piccolo. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to The Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And without further ado, let's get into it. So the first, before we get into Piccolo's uh, character analysis, the verse that I was looking at when I I started writing this episode is from Psalm chapters 145 verse 4 and it says one generation will declare your works to the next and will proclaim your mighty acts so that is to say what the things that you're doing today your kids your kids kids not even just your kids but the generation after you right it can be your younger siblings or cousins random kids you see in the street um if you volunteer at a children's home things like that the the people that are coming up after you you're essentially laying the foundation and the groundwork for them today just the same way that the people who came before you laid the foundation for what you're working what you're working on now and it's just it's a never-ending cycle right and essentially that's what a legacy is it's not just what you can leave behind, but it's also what came before you too. It, and also your piece in it. I mean, you're, you're living a legacy right now and it's going to just get passed on and, and just grow from there. And the reason why I chose Piccolo for this character, um, I mean, for this, this theme, right? Cause again, overall the story of Dragon Ball is about the journey, right? It's about a journey that we're all going on. And in Piccolo's case, it was more, more or less understanding his legacy. Um, so let me give you a little background for those who don't know who it is. So Piccolo, this Piccolo that we know in Dragon Ball Z and, and all the later iterations of Dragon Ball is actually Piccolo Jr. Um, so I guess before I get into Piccolo, for those who don't know, Namekians are essentially like a alien race of plant people, more or less. Um, they're very similar to plants, a lot of things they do. And they reproduce by laying eggs. So they, they don't have genders or anything like that. They just reproduce um, by laying eggs. And typically the offspring are not exactly identical to the parent but in a lot of the ways are pretty 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 similar um so again just so just going forward when i say piccolo i'm referring to piccolo jr and if i'm referring to his father i'll say king piccolo or piccolo senior um so back to piccolo's history so piccolo's father who was known as king piccolo was defeated by goku who's the main character of dragon ball and he was defeated I believe, I think, uh, you know, Goku Goku was an adult at the time, so he was defeated by Goku, and when King Piccolo lost, like, he was his dying breath, he, quote-unquote, had 
the people that we know now in order to enact his revenge on Goku. And at that moment, he started, a, a, it, was a, it was a legacy, but it was also a generational curse. And that curse was of hatred over this one person who he thought done hit, who th- who he thought did him wrong, but in all reality, Goku was just protecting the lives of the people on Earth, and just just in that in that moment right there, I think there's so many so many things that if we look back in our own family history, you know, the way we grew up, the way our parents grew up and their parents and so on and so forth, uh, I fully believe it starts to see a pattern of some sort, whether it's good or bad. But, you know, when people say, oh, this just runs in my family, you know, and they they just kind of accept it at that. It was like, that's true. It probably does run in your family, but it doesn't have to be like that, right? It, what is the cause of it? Where did it start? Because it all it had to start from somewhere with somebody, and and I think looking back into our own past, like our family tree and family things like that, helps us better understand who we are in the present as a person. Um, and with that level of self awareness, it helps us to be able to move forward and move past it and to break generational curses, right? And to be the first to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe it's, you know, first to go off to college, first to graduate college, the first to um, start their own business and really do things on their own and not, you know, and not just conform to everybody else, whatever, whatever it may be, whatever it looks like to you and for your family. And, and again, all that starts with really understanding where you came from, because honestly, if you don't know if you don't know where you came from, how can you hope to know where to go, right? And because knowing knowing your past really helps you understand your present, so you can plan for your future. Yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit. I <laughs> I didn't full disclosure didn't didn't write that down. That just came to me just now. Um, so anyway, in, so in, in Piccolo's case, in, in Piccolo Jr., the one I'm talking about, in his case, when he was hatched, more or less, he the only thing he knew is that he had a hatred for Goku. And that's all he knew. That's all he wanted to enact on up until he was an adult, uh, which, again, they grow up really fast. So I think Piccolo was like maybe a couple of weeks old by the time he was fully grown. Um, and so... So he finds Goku and, you know, they hash it out again. But during this time is when they had to unite against a common enemy who, you know, can find out was Goku's brother who came to Earth to figure out why Goku hadn't destroyed it yet. And, you know, things like that. So but anyway, Piccolo and Goku team up to be Goku's brother and Goku ends up dying in that fight. And well, who was left there is uh, Gohan, who is Goku's son. And Piccolo decided to to take Gohan under his wing and to train him because some even bigger enemies were coming uh, who were even more of a threat than Goku's brother was. And one of them we already talked about, who was Vegeta. And this was an interesting... It was a, it was a, this was an interesting thing to see. So, again, Piccolo hated Goku because essentially Goku killed his father. And now here he is taking looking after the very man he, who he hated, looking after his son. And from the outside looking in, it seemed like a kind of a selfish thing because he wanted Gohan to be able to help defend the Earth because they all live there. But during the 
the year that he was training, I mean, you could really start to see a change in well, Gohan and Piccolo, but more so Piccolo. And and it, their their relationship that developed out of that is probably one of the most well-known out of honestly, any anime, I dare say, but especially out of Dragon Ball, because it was at that point where Piccolo started to change, like his heart, his heart started to change. He started to think outside of who who his father was and who he wants to be uh, now. And, and honestly, is it something just as small as being, deciding to take somebody under your wing or to even just, just to share your life with somebody can just pays off dividends in so many different ways. Because like, you, ne- you never know who's going to walk into your life. You never know who's going to walk out of your life, right? And... It's, it's, it's important to be able to guard yourself and protect yourself to an extent because not everyone has your best interests at heart. But if you cut yourself off of, um, from the rest of the world in general, then you, you'll never have the chance to experience, you know, that next step, that next stage in your growth, that next person who may help you get to that next level. And, and, and it just, I don't know, man, it, this is coming from somebody who's an introvert, right? So me, I don't generally like dealing with people. Um, I, just, I shouldn't say dealing with people. Uh, meeting new people is always an event for me because you know, I get. Some, I used to get really nervous and was kind of shut down and standoffish and things like that. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Some of those tendencies do creep up from here and there, but uh, I am I am getting better. And but I wasn't afraid to get to know other people like once i realized they weren't you know weirdos and were gonna kidnap me i i fully just just opened up to them and just you know and they accepted them for who they were and accepted me for who i was and we built that relationship like that now are all of them as life-changing as gohan was for piccolo no but if I, I know that now, but I wouldn't, ne- I wouldn't have known it if I didn't take the chance, right? And and it's just, just the the willingness to invite that type of change into your life can already just it again, it'll just it'll, it'll pay off. I can't say it in any other way is that it'll pay off because just the the act of being willing to change already is already going to change you in some way, and. When it comes to, again, trying to break free of, uh, again, the, the chains that are holding us down in our own life, but also, again, back to the generational curses, is that you your willingness to change is the only thing that's going to break those chains. Because otherwise, you're just going to be caught up in the same mess that everyone else before you has been, right? If, you, if you're too afraid to take that first step, then you're going to just get drugged back with, with, with the rest of them. And... Again, all of this starts with you. All of this starts internal. And just like every other episode, I say on this podcast, all the self-help books that I'm sure you read and other self-help podcasts that you guys listen to, all of it starts with you. Because no one else is going to do it for you. No one else can fix your life for you. And I mean, that's that's the long and the short of it. Honestly, we have to be willing to take that first step and then the next step. And then each step after that, and keep going, and keep going, and keep going, and in order to be the change that we want to see. And Piccolo's first step was, uh, whether he knew it or not, was taking Gohan under his wing and and training him, because 
One Piccolo saw potential in Gohan. Now, at the time, it was fighting potential because needed him to be a fighter. But it, it was also it was something else that he honestly didn't know that he needed in his life until later on. And so, so during this time that Piccolo was training Gohan, Piccolo had a vision of himself dying. And again, a little more of Piccolo's backstory. He's he's actually two people he was one he was he used to be one person and he split himself into two uh, a good person who they call kami and then the evil version which was piccolo's father king piccolo um so and they have some type of connection so they can they can talk to each other still but they both had the same vision that they were going to die in this in the upcoming battle soon and it was at this moment that piccolo realized he he wanted Essentially, he wanted to leave something worthwhile behind, and I can speak to that on so many different levels because I know, you know, I can just speak for myself and personal experience. Is that here lately? As I've as I'm gotten older, like I'm in, I'm in my mid twenties now, and sometimes I feel like I'm having a midlife crisis, right? <laughs> and essentially, is I ask myself this question all the time: What is it that I want to leave behind? Right? What is it that when I pass and move on that people are just going to remember and this going to change, not necessarily me as a person, but something that's going to touch their hearts and really resonate, transform their lives in some form or capacity. And honestly, I'm still trying to figure that out myself, right? I mean, it's part of the, the journey of life is trial and error, trying different things out and seeing what works and what doesn't. But I know that's something that we all, that we all go through trying to figure out what is it, what is it that we're going to leave behind that essentially more or less proves that we existed in the first place, that we lived, you know, because living, living life and existing are two different things because existing is, you know, everyone, like as soon as you're born, you exist, you're, you're here, you know, you're walking around just like the rest of us, but that doesn't mean you're living, right? I know some people just go to work, you know, to a job that they hate every day, come back home to a personal life that they hate. And they just do that day in, day out, day in, day out. And until one day, you know, boom, they, they're they gone. I'm, that does, That's not living to me. That's just, you know, going through the motions. And in, in, this, in, in this day and age, it, 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 it can be... It can be easier for some and harder for others, just like with anything. But if you're not careful, you can find yourself in a place where you may think there's no way out and you just accept it. You just accept the fact that you know, this is my life. And as much as you hate it, as much as you wanted to change, if again, back to the making the choice, if you're too afraid to make that choice to try something different, and that's not saying it's going to work out, not saying the next idea or next um, ambition that you have is going to be fruitful and you're just going to hit the big one. But I'm not saying it's not either. Again, it's always coming back to you making the choice and being willing to make that change, to, to change your own, to change your own story and to find something that you want to essentially leave behind to, for the next generation, for the ones coming up after you. Right. I know for a lot of people that it is their kids, like they're at the kids that they have. Right. And they want to leave something behind for them, you know, and, and for their kids, I mean, get back to the whole idea of generational wealth and generational wealth is not just money. I know a lot of times when we say it, people 
that's the first thing people think about it's money but it's you know the good health is good values you know these the things that you want your kids to hold on to and to remember long after you're gone right so let's not even go that far when they when they leave the house <laughs> like you can still be on on earth and be with them but because once let I me mean, once we leave once we leave the nest we're out in the world the world has us at this point right and you want you want to make sure that what you've instilled to them stays with them stays in their heart that they always remember it like my mom said this my dad said this i always felt like this when they were around and every time i every time if i messed up they they would in, encourage me to keep trying to pick back you know just just think little things like that now it can be that it can be money it can be whatever whatever it is that you decide that you want to leave behind you i implore you to a think about it you know again if you're about devout like i am pray about it and just really really sit and mull that over and then once you find out what you want to leave behind now it's like okay, how are you going to go about doing it you know who who is this for that's the question who is this for you know because and and honestly once you find that and you figure out how you want to give that to somebody to give that to to the the next generation coming up then i think that's worth living for because now you have a purpose because i think at the end of the day all of us want is, all of us want a purpose in our lives to find something meaningful while we're here right and you know what, what better purpose can there be than to to then to live not when I say you live for somebody else, not, you know, your life solely resolves around them and, you know, you're just obsessed. It's more so you want to do something on behalf of somebody else because you love them, because you want them to be better off than you were uh, or are. And you just, you know, want to just keep, just keep, keep the, keep the, the generation, you know, generosity, excuse me. And, just the good things going. I mean, I don't think any of us want to willingly so malintentions, you know, just bad energy in, in the air. And at least not on purpose, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, just find find what it is that you want to pass on and then figure out what uh, what it can do for you. And for for Piccolo, in Piccolo's case, as honestly, it was his bond with Gohan. Because, like I said earlier, it's, it's honestly one of the most well-renowned and I dare say one of the strongest ones in the series. Because, I mean, essentially Piccolo is a pseudo-father figure to Gohan. Because, cause keep in mind, Gohan at the time was like three, maybe four, or something like that. And he spent a year with this <laughs> green guy who was first really cold and callous towards him. But Gohan saw something in Piccolo that no one else had at that point. And and it was through that because Gohan saw Piccolo as a person, not a monster. And it was, it was through that that Piccolo realized, like, okay, there's there's more to me than just what I have known, you know, what I was taught and what I've seen. There's something. There's some, there's another side of me that that sometimes, hey, we can't even see ourselves all the time, right? Because I mean, think about it, literally, you can't see yourself physically, right? <laughs> even in the mirror, it's just a reflection. Only other people can see the entirety of you. And that's why it's important to surround yourself with people who have your best interests at heart, who um, see the, can, who can see the truth 
in you to see to who can see your truth and understand it. Right? They're not gonna gaslight you. They're not gonna um, boost your ego. They're not gonna do anything like that. They're gonna just shoot straight and tell you what it is. And I mean that honestly, that's honestly the best relationship you can you can ever hope to have in in any capacity. And with Gohan and with Gohan and Piccolo, it's funny seeing that when now the Gohan's an adult and how Piccolo gets on to him, you know, like he's just oh, <laughs> uh, it, it's funny. It's funny again. You you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. But um, but it was in it was again this his relationship with Gohan that actually changed Piccolo's legacy. You're right because he went from being born from a father who was just essentially pure evil and who had Piccolo just for revenge to Piccolo essentially fathering and mentoring Gohan, who isn't a Namekian, nor is he evil. Gohan and Goku and Goku's other child, Goten, all three of them are are pure of heart. Yeah, that's one to say they all are very pure individuals. They have never have any ill intentions, ever. They're all very pure, honest, decent guys. Uh, if you push them too much, then you will use, you got to fight on your hands, but they they don't have any malice behind anything that they do. And the stalk, the, the contrast from Gohan to Piccolo's father is, is literally like night and day. And so that's the bright future that Piccolo is seeing, that he's looking forward, that he's helped to, to cultivate. Essentially, because now Gohan has a, he has a daughter and Piccolo is essentially the, her godfather. And Piccolo and Gohan's daughter spend a lot of time together, too, because she sees, you know, the kind person in him that Gohan did all those years ago. And now you got a new generation, you know, a new generational wealth, so to speak, a new take. You change the curse into a blessing and seeing that in real time, like over the last however many years. Dragon Ball has been around, right? And really seeing that that journey from <laughs> again the enemy outsider to basically one of the closest things to a brother you can also call somebody or a father or a mentor or whatever you want to call Piccolo, and it just it, it honestly just warms it just warms my heart. If I'm if I could just be honest, I'm just be playing with you guys. It it warms my heart because that that is the type of thing that I really do think we all should strive for. And, 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 and honestly, yeah, that, that's it. Like, <laughs> I mean, we all can strive to to make that change within ourselves. And even if we, and the, here's here's the key. Sometimes it's hard to do something for yourself. And the key is to, is to find somebody or something that you're that's worth it to you, right? Because back getting back to the deal with parents, I know parents understand this, so that's why I'm harping on the kids a lot, but typically when when your parents have children and stuff, the whole world just gets flipped upside down. Things things just change completely. Like because before it was just you, then it's you and your partner, and now you got this little human that you have to take care of and figure out how you're gonna provide for for the next X amount of years and not just provide for them, you gotta protect them, you gotta teach them, you know, you gotta keep, you know, all all the things, everything and that can be scary, but it also is from what I understand is one of the biggest blessings that that you can ask for because it, it challenges you as a person and it requires you to grow and to change, right? In some form or fashion, like you can't, you can't not change. And for those of us who, you know, who don't have kids like myself, you find, some, find something or somebody else that 
who you are willing to change for in a in a positive way. And I'm not saying change who you are. I'm saying to grow, to grow beyond who you are currently and to really push yourself to be great. Dare to be great. Don't just be content with where you are. Don't just be content with the cards that you were dealt. You know, in in life, you know, you may think it's bad luck. You may think it's just the luck. You know, look at the draw. Some people just have it, and some other people don't. It's like, no, very rarely is that really the case. The honestly, the biggest difference between those who are successful and those who aren't is that is the, the those who are successful are willing to fail, and those who aren't successful are afraid to fail. And that's that that that's it. That's pretty much it. Because we're all. We're all born into this world, cold, naked, and afraid, and we're all going to leave this world cold, hopefully clothed, and we won't be afraid anymore because, you know, we're, we're gone. Um, and so we're going to come in, we're going to leave the same. The only difference is how you decide to react to the world around you. What do you decide to do with your lot in life? How you um, play your cards, how you decide to, you know, live up to your own expectations and even um, you go past them alright so again that's pretty much all I want to cover with you guys is just really really yeah, dig deep deep, dig deep within yourself and really get to the root of whatever it is that you feel like is is holding you back and I encourage, I encourage you to, to talk to some of, some of your elders you know those whether it's a parent a grandparent uh, an older mentor you know somebody who is older than you who's experienced more in life and who's willing to mentor you in a sense that like, okay, you know, everything's not doom and gloom and everything's not sunshine and rainbows either. We just had to figure out where you fit in, in this thing we call life and what can you do to just impact it in a positive way. So, yeah. So again, I want to thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. I pray that you got what you needed out of it and hopefully that you learned something new about yourself. If all right, feel feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because I would love reading you guys' reviews and encouraging me to get better with this each and every time I sit down to record, write out, write out, uh, write out the episode, do my research, things like that. And I really, really do hope this makes a you know a significant impact in someone's life out there. All right, and always remember, you are the main character of your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, be blessed.